Welcome back to the Spongebob Chronicles, a Spongebob Squarepants podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chad. I'm Ronnie. And today we're covering Season 1, Episode 4, Naughty Nautical Neighbors slash Boating School. Yes, sir. Chad, you were right. You hit the nail on the head last episode uh, predicting what the Naughty Nautical Neighbors was. Couldn't quite remember what that episode entailed, but it was a good one. (laughs) It was a good one, Ronnie. It was a good one. This is, uh, well, actually, both of these, great Patrick moments. Oh, for sure. Just really fun episodes. I like this week. It was a good week, yeah. You want to just hop right in? Yeah, I don't have anything special to say. Let's go. Let's hop right in. Now, if you're on the free feed, go to patreon.com slash Ronnie and Chad. We're three episodes ahead on there, and we do other things on there, too. That's exactly right. Go check it out. So we start off with Squidward, who makes a souffle. Makes a souffle. I'll be honest. I know my way around the kitchen. I don't really know my way around a souffle. And I'll also be honest. If you are a grown man Mm -hmm. at home alone making a souffle by yourself, little sus. Okay, listen. As someone who knows my way around the kitchen, respects the kitchen, has watched countless... Uh, YouTube videos of men in uh, kitchens cooking by themselves. Even though I haven't seen a whole lot of videos. Yeah, but whose video? I haven't seen a whole lot of videos on souffles. I believe that they get the camera set up. It's not, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm not, listen, I'm not a kind of like Jamie Oliver, Gordon Ramsay guy. Don't know him. Respect the, well, you definitely know Gordon Ramsay. Don't say that you don't know I don't know Jamie Oliver. This is just like your classic cooking shows where, yeah, there's a whole set. There's a whole, no, I'm a YouTube cooking connoisseur. I really learn it from the people who Mm -hmm. are just normal guys like you and me practicing their craft, getting better. And I think that they just got, you know, pretty simplistic setups. Maybe they got one other guy sometimes. Uh, If I'm looking up how to do meat, they better be a big African-American because that is who knows how to do meat right there. And then that's also how I learned how to season my cast iron. YouTube. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, a grandma could teach you how to do your cast iron and don't make it sound like you're smoking a lot of meats. You're very basically pan frying ground Not basically. Sometimes I do more than that and I cast iron to grill. Okay. Or oven to cast iron. I mean, you're not wrong. You, the facts that you come with, yeah, yes, I'm correct. If you can find a guy that calls himself Bubba, and he's, <laughs> oh yeah, and he's you know smoking something out back on a beautiful summer's day, spring day, because if it's a summer's day, you know he's got a little cloth to wipe off the sweat because he is just absolutely sweating out there. Right. Uh, don't know what I, think I was that saying. that partially is what makes it taste better, though. The sweat goes into it. Yeah, but you're not doing any of that. That's what okay. I'm taking grievance with. Yeah, you're right. I don't sweat that much. Correct. Good don't job. Don't sweat that much. You make ground beef, and sometimes you cast iron a steak up. Yeah, that's all you need if you're a grown man. <laughs> Listen, it'd be one thing if he was practicing his souffle technique, but the fact that he made a little Squidward model to go on top of his single-serving souffle. And then put a suit on. Well, and it's not even a single serving souffle. I gotta imagine the serving size for that would be pretty small because I imagine it's pretty calorically dense. But for him, he's getting ready to eat it all in one sitting. Yeah, you can tell that. Yeah, yeah. dresses up to eat it, but right when he's about to, he hears some giggling outside. 
Okay, and he can't eat this thing if there's giggling outside. And we can't talk about the giggling outside without talking about his get-up here. This isn't even... <laughs> Listen, sure, go to a fancy dinner, get dressed up, do the whole rigmarole. That's not what he's doing. Yeah. There's no lady. There's no lady. There's no lady. Okay, once again, Chad, just because I'm concerned about what you're saying, if you dress up like this... Even if there is a lady, you will be made fun of. He is by uh, who? First of all, he's somebody wearing, that doesn't have a lady. He's that's wearing who. he's wearing a wig that I'm pretty sure is meant to be a uh, fake mustache because that is not any kind of hair right there. Uh, he's wearing pilgrim cloggers for his shoes. That's not a, a acceptable dress shoe. Don't have a buckle yeah. on your dress shoe like that. Well, unless it's uh, what's it called? Tap dancing. What is it when people used to do this back in the day all the time? They'd go eat and they would well, I just, dance. I, yeah. well, what is it called, though? Clogging? Clogging, no, but... Tap dancing? More of a country thing. Square dancing, maybe? I uh, that might be what I'm thinking of, square dancing. But that's obviously boots, you buffoon. I don't think it is. No one wears buckled shoot, uh, shoes to go square dancing. I don't even know what square dancing is, so you're probably right on that. Well, let's go do it sometime, but make sure okay. you bring boots or else I'm not going to be seen with you. Um, yeah, and then anyway, it's got like a cape. It, it's some sort of, he bought it because it also seconds as like his uh, music conducting. Like I right. think he gets dressed up like this sometime to wave his hands around like he's directing a big band, but he's not. Yeah, and the whispering outside is SpongeBob. And Patrick blowing bubbles. And Spongebob's whispering in a bubble saying, Hi, Patrick. And somehow it is, you know, floating across his backyard, which has a fenced area of reefs, I guess. And Patrick's is just a fenced area of, like, wire. Right. I mean, honestly, Patrick's is actually pretty good because it's it's like little stakes in the ground that he's taking the time to drill holes through so he can run a rope. The fact yeah. that this guy would actually take the time to segment off his backyard is, wow. Well, Patrick will surprise you sometimes. He will. With his intelligence. And, you know, Patrick's sending it back. Hey, Patrick. And what I like about this is Squidward is mad about this, but he's just mad that they're having fun. He's not even mad that the about the noise because it's barely any noise. Yeah, their whole thing is like they can't, they can't hear each other outside of the popping of a bubble. And then right. they just kind of snigger, you know, a little. <laughs> but the other thing, you know that uh, Squidward doesn't actually care what Patrick and SpongeBob think of him because we just went over his ridiculously embarrassing get up, but he's not afraid to stick his head out the window and yell oh, at not. him with that ridiculous toupee on. Right. And also, um, they're not doing the technique to bubble blowing. So that means somehow they did learn how to do this in the time skip scenario see i thought that and i was gonna make that note but what they're doing here is like a completely different method of bubbling i think you know what i mean they're not creating bubble art it's more bubble communication yeah might be a completely different technique i think you're right on that you're definitely right especially what squidward does here in a little bit but yeah squidward pulls an ultimate prank on him and he does this with a souffle stirs it up with a fork and starts whispering into the fork which yeah. sends, you know, the souffle bubble away. I can tell you had the same thought I did, which was surely you can't blow bubbles from a fork. I don't think you can. But like you said, this isn't blowing bubbles. This is bubble communication. So 
he blows it to Patrick, and it says Patrick is the dumbest idiot ever. The other thing about the souffle, he pours. I don't know a lot about him. I'm being honest. He pours liquid from the souffle that's leaking out the bottom of it into the cup as his like bubble uh, juice. Yeah. Don't say bubble juice, but yeah. Yeah, I didn't feel good about it when I said it, so I don't blame you for calling me on it. I think that that, even though I know nothing about a souffle, that tells me he made a faulty souffle. No way it's supposed to be that liquidy. Yeah, I I think you're right on that. Moist, sure, but come on. So SpongeBob was literally getting ready to say, Patrick, you are the bestest friend ever. And obviously that doesn't get to him. So Patrick sends something back and he says, do you really mean that? And then that's when SpongeBob's response. (laughs) <laughs> responses of course patrick anyone with eyes could see that we, great chess play by squidward it couldn't work out better yeah. it really couldn't have this is a pretty fun, funny prank i'll give that to him uh but that's when patrick gets all pissed off and he starts saying that yellow is ugly mm-hmm. um harsh yeah very harsh he ends up calling spongebob a turkey and spongebob asks him what that is and he says that's what you are <laughs> And he goes, you're yellow, and you know what else is yellow? You are. He just keeps on coming up with these ultimate comebacks. They're going at each other, and sure, the first few, maybe you're kind of in your own little world, but don't let it be lost on you that they are approximately 20 yards away from each other. Hey, guys, look across the yard. You're not not the ones sending the messages. Right, but they had something going on. This is what they were doing. And the other funny thing is, it's so obviously Squidward's voice. Like, how does Patrick not know that that's Squidward's voice, not SpongeBob? But yeah, SpongeBob gets so mad that he says he never wants to see him again. And he goes inside his pineapple and just yells tartar sauce right when he slams the door. Another, you know, another line that I probably say all the time tartar sauce. Yeah. I feel like I've heard you say that before. You a tartar sauce guy? Yeah. You've had it? You like it? Not really. Okay. I've never had it. I it's definitely seafood thing, right? Yes. Yeah, it's I'm not that big on seafood, so maybe that's why. But Squid is literally eating this shit up, and by literally I mean he is eating the souffle, laughing his ass off, but starts choking on the fork. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's so funny. Uh, Patrick literally rips his rock off the hinges. Yeah, he rips it off the hinges <laughs> and gets hit like a slinky back and forth, and it makes the uh, what is that? Uh, it's what is that harmonica? No, um, oh, slinkyka. The freaking dude! It's the oh the yeah. Wait, we can do this. We can do xylophone. This. Nope, nope. Um, it's got a piano on it. It's what the Irish do. It's got, and then they do it back and forth. Uh, uh, the guy at work, Ibrahim, he plays it. Uh, I don't know. Don't give up. I give up. I don't really I don't don't, know. I know you always give up. Don't give up. <sighs> Keyboard thing that ukulele blows. I'll just in start and out. naming. Don't. Trombone. Go ahead, because you're not helping anyway, but uh, I will get to the bottom. So you can't find no, it. I'm going to find it, because uh, I don't... Hey, don't give up. Don't give up. What did I just say? I'm going to find it, but you're not helping. You just said ukulele, which is a string-based instrument, not even close to what I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, 
Z- no, not xylophone. I already said that. I give up. Accordion. Accordion. You, and I didn't even oh, have to look that. it up. It came to me. You're, I knew it. You're a bitch. I so knew it. So Patrick runs over to Squid, though, even after Squid was laughing at him for uh, accordioning himself. What does he do? He knows exactly what to do. Even though he hasn't washed his hands, he starts blowing up Squidward like a balloon. Would have been amazing if it just showed Patrick going to take some time to wash his hands as Squidward is really becoming (laughs) purplish blue. And as he deflates, the fork comes out and Patrick says, I win, as he grabs the fork. Just so stupid. It seems like the best CPR method ever. Yeah. I mean, the way you really blow him up like a balloon, let him deflate. He knew what to do. That's what I'm saying. Patrick's intelligence really shines both of these episodes. He knows how to drive. He knows how to uh, save people, giving some form of CPR. He'll really shock you sometimes. So Squidward, you know, he's so relieved to be alive that he calls Patrick a friend and a lifesaver. Which just absolutely gets to Patrick's head. And meanwhile, we have SpongeBob peeking peeking through his upstairs window right. at what's going down. Patrick sees it and just takes this opportunity to just really rub it in his face. Now, I said last episode that this was the meme of SpongeBob or the them peep, peeping through the window watching. I don't think this is it. Yeah, because the one that you're talking about is, it's like an over-the-shoulder shot of Squidward looking out the window. Yes. And there kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. That must be coming some, so, more, some but other time. I, I was thinking of this episode, right? but I thought that was in this episode. It's actually yeah. not. So I don't know which one that is, but... I'm looking forward to running into that's it. That's going to be fun to find. SpongeBob tries to confide in Gary, like use his other friend. Gary doesn't come out of the shell. Don't know if he's jaying off in there or something, but it was kind of yeah. weird. Like, be there for your buddy, Ben. Gary is such a weird animal. He's the typical male, or not male, snail. Male snail. A.K.A. typical cat. This is how my cat acts. Not a good pet. Not there when you need it. Not there when I need it. Doesn't really like me. Occasionally will meow at me and let me pet her. And that's, I feel like that's pretty much Gary, this entire show. I don't think you're wrong. So Squidward brings Pat inside to perform E minor to him on his clarinet. No, 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 no. I know you're not a musician. E minor is just a musical scale. Okay. He's playing. uh, What does he say? I think I've got the song. I thought I wrote it. He says something in E minor, right? Yeah. Temper in E minor? Oh, yeah. It's called... Dang, I don't have the the name of the song. Here, let me get it because it is yeah. funny. I want to say it starts with a T. Because it, the only reason I wanted to make sure I get it is because it is literally named something that Squidward is. <laughs> of what? <laughs> Squidward will be performing his version of Solitude in E minor. Solitude, that's what it was. Solitude. In E minor on his clarinet. And this ensues one of the longest running jokes of the Chart family, I think there really? is. Really? And I don't know if it's from this or not, but it's as soon as Squidward starts playing, Patrick just falls asleep snoring. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is something, I just remember being a kid, we would always be like, anytime somebody came in the room or just bored us, we just uh, my dad would just be like, act like you're asleep. And then we would just fall asleep. Oh, wow. Like I love that from your dad. I want to say it's he got it from SpongeBob because I know he was a fan. So 
His favorite episode, by the way, I'll go ahead and spoil it yeah. for everybody. The Krusty Krab Pizza Delivery. I, that's episode. a great one. Yeah. Very good one. I mean, anyone, I believe that's in season one, too. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, SpongeBob is trying to name three friends uh, that he has, but all he can come up with are the three fingers that he just laid out to try to think of his three friends. So he just draws smiley faces on the them. The gang's all here. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man Spongebob. they've not him and patrick haven't been together for like 15 minutes yeah <laughs> and and it's like spongebob turn some lights on man <laughs> the room is so dark yeah. he's wallowing in self-pity he really is it's 2 p.m open up the curtains and turn some lights on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. does uh, does the sea get like this in real life well here's the thing chad the sea if you're anywhere below i don't know 30 feet it's gonna get very dark very quick that's true so in reality i don't know if you want to analyze it to that extent it should be pitch black i am so glad that i'm not a fish i'll just say that so squid taking pat home you know because patrick's still asleep uh heavy sleeper is carrying him out and throws his back out when, of course, Spongebob sees this going on. So what does he do? He's got to save Squidward because he's got to have a friend in his arsenal. So he jumps off a diving board, uh, completely does like a missile launch at Squidward, who's almost inside getting away, drills his back, puts it right back into place, and Squidward's so relieved that he ends up calling Spongebob his friend. A couple notes from this play here. First of all, I didn't realize if you'd asked me like how much of an intricate part SpongeBob's bedroom window plays. I mean, he gets telescopes through there. We've seen him exit it like twice because he jumps out. Um, he's got a speedo on <laughs> underneath his pants just in case he ever needs that. I don't, I don't know exactly the methodology behind that, but it works out. And yeah, he's a friend now. Um. So yeah, he brings SpongeBob inside, and SpongeBob tells him that he's been playing the bassinet for years. You what got any notes it? on that? The bassinet, or or notes on the singing. This is one thing that went over my head because obviously the bass is, is kind of a, especially the stringed version, more of an obscure instrument. Yeah. Um. Went right over my head, my head every time I watched it as a kid, but obviously bassinet is a somewhat of a crib for children, for babies. It is not an instrument well, at all. Well, I knew it wasn't, but I have no idea what a bassinet even was. Yeah, so. it's like a little fancy crib. I've been playing the bassinet for years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that lines up perfect. So he says, Squidward is my best friend in the world. And attempts to play. <laughs> no. He starts singing. He hasn't played the right. instrument or played the note yet. Squidward is looking at him lovingly. Like he Yo, cannot he believe that someone is dedicating this song to him. Yeah, he was so excited to hear that SpongeBob knew how to play an instrument, too. And then he says, Squidward's my best friend in the sea. And instantly plays the bassinet or the the bass. And it sounds terrible. Um, and he kicks SpongeBob out because it's so bad. Well, yeah, after SpongeBob literally makes a projectile out of the uh, yeah. the little wand thing, I don't know what it's called. Uh, and Patrick, Patrick's moment, 
when he comes through a window. And what does he say? Squidward says? likes Patrick more than SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so Squid goes to take a shower because he is just fed up. He's had a rough day. But lo and behold, Patrick is already in the tub, and he's even got a rubber ducky ready for the bath. And that's when SpongeBob pops through the window, and he says, "Aha!" And he finds his best. So this is what I find. Yeah, his best friend and his ex best friend, and a rubber bath toys. Dude, normalize buddies taking a bath together. With rubber bath toys. Exactly. There's plenty of fun to be had. Dude, I don't even remember having rubber bath toys. I had a rubber duck. Like, kind of. I'll tell you the thing I remember about a bath. Uh, Did you ever have those little pills where they would dissolve and then, like, a dinosaur would be made from them? Yep. Those were great. I actually did. Those were very cool. So, Squid needs a plan to get the... get the two ex-best friends back together. So a dinner party is set. He brings SpongeBob inside to find out that Patrick is already there. Yeah, so I thought, I was like, you think Patrick got an earlier invite or is he just an early bird gets the worm kind of guy? I think he got an earlier invite. That's interesting. That's very interesting. That means he likes being around Patrick alone. Yeah, more he's than like, SpongeBob. I can tolerate Patrick a little bit longer than I can SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. But Patrick instantly finds out that this was a setup. This is another moment I'm talking about with Patrick where his intelligence shines through. Uh, <laughs> we then, he sits them both down and uh, they start doing, well, Squidward brings out the soda and. This is also another, anytime they say Squidward repeatedly, it's just very good. They do this multiple episodes, but basically they get the soda. He starts squirting it into one, and they're playing the game of, no, I want the soda from Squidward. SpongeBob maneuvers around getting it like four times before Patrick gets any at all, which is very funny. But then they just start going, hey, Squidward, 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 Squidward. And then it becomes a point where SpongeBob realizes he's like, okay, I can't stop Patrick from getting any beverage but I can still be the one that Squidward's filling up. So he does this move where he goes to Patrick. SpongeBob has a filled cup. He goes, here, have mine. Takes Patrick cup and he goes, right here, Squidward. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then Patrick puts one out with a a full cup, just pouring out of it. And he's like, your your cup's full, Patrick. He's like, oh. And pulls it back. Also, this little uh, soda thing, as someone who drank only water at the time, still pretty much does. Oh, hard flex, buddy. Yes, sir. Um, that thing always perplexed me. I don't get it. What thing? Like the soda thing that Squidward has. Yeah, it's like a. I don't it's know like why he soda has this. water it's a club that... soda, I guess. It's... Yeah, but the way it squirts, like I wish I would drink even more water if I had something that could squirt it out like that. I see what you're saying. You're saying... Because it, it's forceful, you know? You want to be able to drink water out of that, is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I just want to be able to, like, carry it around and go... And then, like, yeah. I got some water just ready to go. Well, Squidward must have a... Uh, what's it called in his... A soda machine in there for it to be that, like, carbonated. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, that this is when Sponge and Pat look like they're straight up off of a 600-pound life episode <laughs> in this moment. And it does. If you drink this much soda, it does make you feel like this. You blow it up pretty good. Yeah. Squidward leaves to go get more, right? Leaves them alone to yeah, go get more. Yeah, they drink them dry. 
And that's when they start giggling. And of course the bubbles are coming up because if anybody that drinks soda, you know if you drink a lot of soda at once, you are going to be belching like there's no tomorrow. And this makes them laugh. They start laughing really hard. The the whole entire house gets filled up with bubbles. An explosion happens. An explosion of bubbles because of course. Because of, of course. Squidward walks back in. His whole entire house is blown up. And... For the whole house being destroyed, he takes it pretty well. Yeah. You know? But the good thing is, SpongeBob and Pat are best friends yeah. again. While they're standing in the rubble of his home, they go, listen, this isn't great, but I've got great news. We're friends again. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't want us to help you clean this up? And he yells no. They walk away. The door hits Squidward. End of episode. Yes. Move on to boating school. So, of course, this is our time. Which one did you fancy more? Which episode did you fancy more? This was a tough one, but I came to my conclusion. You already came to your conclusion? Yes. It was a tough one. It might have been my toughest week so far. I was about to say this might be my toughest one. I might have to go with boating school. Yeah, I also have to go to boating school, too, just because it's like the vibes are impeccable. You know, I like being outside driving around. The boating school set itself is great. We get to see more sides of SpongeBob's house. Let's get into it. Yep, let's get right into it. And we get the beautiful Mrs. Puff. That's one thing to call her. That Mr. Krabs calls her. So, SpongeBob's alarm goes off. And he wakes up. But, Ronnie, this time, he's already in his clothes. What is up with that? It's a classic. He's so excited. He's faking sleeping right here. He's not asleep. Okay. He's just going through the motions until that alarm goes off, and then he's ready to roll. This this morning wake-up is ten times funnier when you find out how many times he's taking the (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's got it marked on his calendar, March 3rd, Wednesday, March 3rd. He's so excited, but he's already taken this 37 times, I think. No, yeah, it would have been great to see in the month of February because obviously we've just got to a new month in March to see if how many other times he had like boating tests today written in February. Yeah. Like three other ones. Yeah. How many times is he allowed to take it? I feel like maybe once a week, every two weeks, he can probably go back. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we get the I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. He's Another classic line. I th- did he say that in the first episode? He did. That was okay. the first time we got it. Now he is. Another thing that we get introduced to is we've seen the uh, underwater bikes. He's got the underwater unicycle. Unicycle, but he calls it a bike. I don't he, know if you catch that. He does call I'm it a bike a, fan a couple of that. times. I'm not a fan of that either. I don't know why that is. Um, maybe he, this is like the one place he's got a cut cost. So he couldn't get an actual bicycle. So he rides the unicycle all the way to boating school and prematurely throws it into the dumpster right before going in. Another move that makes it especially hilarious when you learn how many times he's taken the test. (laughs) Has he done this every time? He's thrown his unicycle away every time? Or is this on the 38th try, he's like, this is it right here. But this right here, this is why I am the way I am. All right, I'm a product of what I watched as a child. Chad, you're always telling me, oh, Ronnie, you got to you gotta think that you could do it to be able to do it. 
And I learned from SpongeBob's mistakes that no, I'm more of a reasonable guy. You know, who knows if I'm gonna be able to get this thing done? <laughs> Fail it 38 times. Who yeah. knows? So he walks up to a green fish, and this fish is not the my leg guy. Okay, that's what I was gonna ask you because I he's wasn't got the sure. same voice though. He does have the same voice. All right. but... Well, and then last episode or uh, episode before that, you said that the my leg guy wore like a purple shirt. So I was like, oh, is this the guy? So the my leg guy is like a little bit. Uh, thicker. He's okay. a thick fish. Okay. Uh, not necessarily fat, but just kind of a strong fish, honestly. It's crazy. His leg is always messed up. Um, the guy, though, he just got his license. Okay. He cannot believe it. He is so excited. And Sponge says he's ready to get his next. And the guy says, I doubt it. And just walks off. I know. And it was that because I think he knows he's taking the test a lot. Okay, it's got to be, right? It's got to be. There's no way he's just being that uh, nonchalantly of a dick for no reason. I doubt it, yeah. Because i got to imagine, unless you're Spongebob, it's a pretty easy test to complete. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll see later on. It doesn't seem too bad. Um. So Mrs. Puff is who Sponge is going to see. She walks up to him. She's not very happy to see him. They start with the oral exam. He absolutely aces it. Kills the oral 1974. Yeah. <laughs> or was it 1924? 1924, yeah. He's once again taking the driving portion. Okay, so apparently the driving portion is not SpongeBob's strong suit. He's very good with the, the written one. I mean, so much confidence until the second that Mrs. Puff is strapped in that car and says, get I'm, in. I'm trying to think, is there any anything you've done in life that you've prepared so hard for but when you finally get there that you're this nervous or you're this no not in your head this is so polar opposites that it's crazy it's almost like he was like well once march comes around surely she's not gonna have me do the boat part of it <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah all sponge has to do is get on the track and this is when things start to go downhill uh, he doesn't want to get on the track. He gets confused. Uh, Miss Puff asks, "What's the?" He finally gets in, and then she asks, "What is the first thing that you do?" And he says, "1924." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, totally. He's just memorized flashcards. Yeah. She start. <laughs> yeah, she memorized flashcards. He should have made flashcards for this part too. I mean, don't you remember those good old school days? Oh. Not actually out of there. Not actually retaining anything at all, just memorizing flashcards. Yeah, get me out of there. She starts the boat and asks, what's next? And he instantly says, floor it. Um, and then he floors it. She's obviously freaking out. He passes, what is this called, a half-shell crowd? Yeah, I don't quite know what's going on there, but my takeaway was if you watch or listen to our uh, coverage of episode two, Ripped Pants, I was very confused about how there was a audience for just uh, amateur weightlifting. This takes that to a whole other level. If you're, you know, if you find yourself being an audience member for... Boating school exams? Boating exams. Now, are they an audience just because he's done it so many times or like something interesting is going to happen when SpongeBob goes? Perhaps. Yeah. Uh, for their sake, I hope so. Yeah. But yeah, he floors it into a lighthouse, and we get the first yell of the my leg guy. It's been initiated. It happens right here. So I awesome. I didn't even catch it. It happens both times. Yeah, you got to catch it. Let me turn this up. See if y'all can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, floor it. Whoa. My leg. My leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just right there in the background. Yeah, that was a sneaky my leg. That's a good catch by you. It was, because they said it twice right there, and then they'll say it again later too. But I put here, though, that SpongeBob is literally like the Dallas Cowboys of the playoffs. Ooh. Yeah. And no hate to any Dallas fans. That's just kind of how it is. <laughs> yeah. Sponge goes to bed that night. He's real upset, and he tells Gary that he he's ta- he knows he's taken it 37 times, and then Gary meows, and he goes, well, no, 38 times. And Gary dick tells... Dick move, Gary, real yeah, dick move. And Gary also tells him to just start walking, apparently, even though we never hear Gary actually speak. But Pat hits him up with a walkie-talkie surprise, uh, he ends up telling him to go to his closet. Sponge slides down his closet slide. Before we get to this, we just need to think about, can we do this, please? Can we get high-powered walkie-talkies that we just, you keep in your bed, I keep one yeah. in my bed, and that we can just talk to each other until we fall um, asleep or if we've got any secrets to tell? Well, I think just a surprise. Like, I, I will hit up, I'll hit you up on the walkie-talkie and be like, hey, come to your closet, and I'll just be in your closet. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, no way. <laughs> I'll be in your closet wearing square pants or wearing your pants. Wearing my pants. Yeah. But yeah, SpongeBob slides down the closet slide. He's got a bookshelf room with a million books in there. It's not a bookshelf room. This is called a straight-up library. Yeah, basically a library. Now, how they just skip the doodly dude right over this room, this is the first time we've seen it. I'm not even kidding. I remember having thoughts as a kid. Like, I loved this room because it was like a secret part of SpongeBob's house. And I always thought that there, because remember how you watched SpongeBob as an episode, or as a kid, you couldn't go and order or anything. You just got whatever Nickelodeon mm-hmm. fed down your throat. I remember thinking, oh, there's got to be another episode where they like introduce the library because every time he goes into inside of it, it's just like so nonchalant. Like we're always here, but they never do, right? I really like the library. No, I don't think so. So Patrick was inside his closet wearing square pants to surprise him it also makes if this is his closet makes way more sense that he like lays his clothes out on a on a line yeah. every morning because it's kind of a big ordeal to get to his now closet. his pineapple just does not seem big enough to support all well, his <laughs> we haven't seen the blueprints we don't know how he fit all this in there so pat tells him thinking straight is what he does best talking about himself and that uh if SpongeBob does the driving, he'll do all the thinking. That's when he sticks the talk- walkie-talkie in Sponge's head, the antenna's sticking out, and we're wondering how are we going to yeah. cover that? It looks ridiculous. What could it we possibly so stupid. do? What does Patrick do? He puts a cowboy hat on SpongeBob's head. Cowboy bucket hat. He looks completely normal now. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> we then we then go to the next day of SpongeBob taking the test, and. Patrick does a mic test. Says testing, testing, and just starts screaming testing as loud as he can. While sp- <laughs> it's all it's all being yelled into SpongeBob's ear. SpongeBob never changes facial yeah, expression. Just grinning from ear to ear. Can't believe how 
I remember as a kid, I thought that was the funniest thing ever. I thought it was funny too, and it also really made me wish that I could sit on like a couch and just like watch you go through a day and just give you like advice. Dude, that would be so cool. Uh, Would it be amazing? Not driving. That would be really stupid if you were looking through binoculars telling me where to turn. No, and you can have a turn too. What What do you need to be telling me though? Like, what should it be? It'd just be like, hey, what's what's going on over there? I think it should be if I go on a date with somebody, you're like, hey. Yes. Uh, pinky up. <laughs> pinky, I, pinky! 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 You're just yelling in my ear. Yelling so loud that she's hearing it. Man, how embarrassing would that be if you go on a date with a girl and she finds out that you have a a mic in your ear that you've somebody's been telling you the play-by-play? Oh, that's just my friend Ronnie. <laughs> And then I just go, hello! You're looking through the restaurant window, just holding up your pinky like this. So Spongebob, uh, he tells Spongebob to get his apple ready. Uh, He's got his lucky undergarments on, and that's all he needs. He's ready for the test. Miss Puff arrives via ambulance. Which goes to show that the hospital just really hates Squidward. Yeah. Because we watched last episode Squidward be uh, basically told that he could leave the hospital twice. Both times, he just came in some sort of contraption. No one dropped him off. No one helped him get home safe. Mrs. Puff, just door-side service, straight up to where she needs to go. I don't know if that's just because she's a teacher or what. Or a woman. Yeah, little sexism going on in Bikini Bottom. So she asked the first question, and Pat tells him to start the boat. Yeah, she didn't even have time for the oral exam in this one. She's just like, let's get it over with. SpongeBob actually starts the boat. Miss Puff, of course, is freaking out move by move because she doesn't know what's going to happen. But Patrick, the funniest part about Patrick is he is telling SpongeBob everything to do perfectly. Yeah, Patrick's never driven before, right? Oh, he's never driven. (laughs) (laughs) The way that you laugh. Oh, no. Yeah, he's, he's never just driven. telling him everything perfectly. You're so right. He asks what the second thing is, and he says 1924, but Pat tells him, wait, 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 put it in drive. So he puts it in drive. Mrs. Puff is even more floored by this. He then tries to floor it, starts freaking out, tries to floor it. Patrick stops him, says, big toe, big toe. Another great word of advice i remember seeing this as a kid and being like oh that's what i'm gonna have to use when i drive around is my big toe chad i thought that was real i have it in my notes right here asking you a question to see if i was the only one or not to when i got into the car use just my big toe you actually did it i asked my parents if i should do it i didn't i just started doing it and then i mean eventually especially when you have shoes on you go, oh, you know, my big toe's moving, the whole shoe's kind of moving. But I remember, like, the first few times I driv- drove in flip-flops, like, taking off the flip-flops and just using my big toe. And I was like, I am so SpongeBob right now. <laughs> so SpongeBob. Yeah, well, you got to bust through your uh, shoes when you do it. That's I tried how that. It. I couldn't do it. So they get to the first turn, and there's a wall <laughs> There's a wall that says wall yep. on it right at the first turn. Just so you know. Yep. Patrick tells him to turn left. He goes perfectly around this wall. But the <laughs> he does. But the immediate timing that is needed to uh, 
to do this maneuver is hilarious because he goes left, right. Oh yeah, yeah. Like SpongeBob is a remote control. Yeah, he, he just, does it. He doesn't just say "Hey, left, right up ahead." He does it right when he gets there. It has nothing to do with SpongeBob looking and seeing that there's a wall named wall right in front of him that he turns. It's just based off Patrick telling him that that's what he needs to do. Uh, so yeah, he gets great uh, advice from Pat. He's going to stop signs. He's stopping at stop signs, going around roundabouts. Uh, he's even hopping anchors. I mean, everything is going perfect. Pat is me. Meanwhile, Pat, he is just stopped looking through the telescope. He's reading SpongeBob's diary. La- he's laughing at the things in SpongeBob's diary. He's going through SpongeBob's refrigerator. Right. I don't know how he's telling SpongeBob what to do while doing this, but yeah, because it, it does seem like SpongeBob needs exact instructions, but. If you really want to dissect it, it's actually quite beautiful because it goes to show that like uh, once Patrick got him going, SpongeBob knew what to do and he probably just kind of took over by himself, but just having Patrick there mm-hmm. helped him. SpongeBob walks the guy across the street. He gets out to do that. Yeah, seeing this episode I definitely made me think that my driving test was going to be a bit more involved than it was. Yeah, this is uh, this is way more advanced than ours i feel like if it was more like this we might not have as many accidents as we do probably not because i mean i i think you're wrong on that because they're driving upside down on the test they're driving upside down on the test but also i I think you could have the hardest test ever and have people really do things and as soon as they get their license they're gonna say fuck it they're still gonna like swipe on instagram they're gonna do that and they're gonna you know smoke weed while driving and do whatever else so Sponge is getting right to the finish line, and uh, Mrs. Puff asks his secret. Um, she even starts to mention, she's like, that's so crazy. It's like you have a radio in your head. And, what? And you know, SpongeBob and Patrick are both laughing their ass off when they hear this. I mean, this is hilarious. <laughs> she's like, oh, and under your hat, there's some antenna. And Patrick and SpongeBob both laughing so hard. And Patrick's laughter especially. I mean, he <laughs> is talking. cracking up. The funniest part about this is I I just imagine Patrick is laughing at the I he he doesn't even realize that's what he's doing. That's exactly, he just, what's, that's exactly what's going on. He just thinks that's hilarious. It's like what if a person was telling him yeah. every move? That'd be hilarious. And some guy miles away from here is giving you all of the answers, and they both just are dying laughing at this. This is so hilarious. She says, but you know that would be cheating. And as soon as she says that. Mm. SpongeBob and his good nature starts freaking out. But Pat on the other line is still laughing his ass off. He's laughing his ass off, saying "cheating." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is when I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't want to cheat on things because of SpongeBob. Well, how long did that last? Not very long. Fourth grade, I think, is when I really started. So Sponge then cracks, I'm not, and I'm completely different. I knew this was lame even when SpongeBob was doing really? it. Really? Yeah, I was like, dude, the finish line is right there. Get across <laughs> the it. The finish line is right <laughs> Patrick's laugh, though, I think this is my favorite part of the episode, is him just laughing at the cheating line while SpongeBob is not laughing at all. Sponge cracks under the pressure, starts freaking out. Pat is even surprised to hear, because SpongeBob is, you know, he starts proclaiming proclaiming that he himself is cheating he's a cheater cheater pumpkin eater patrick is surprised by this yeah and runs off crying scurries away like 
so little kid like thinking that the FBI is getting ready to swarm his location. He's like running yeah. away to go home before anything bad happens. Yep. He runs home crying. The boat goes out of control, crashes again. Miss if, Mrs. Puff blows up. The my leg guy comes back out. Uh, but Mrs. Puff nailing exactly what was going on. She better be buying lottery tickets when she leaves here. Yeah. She better. The my leg guy comes back. Uh, my favorite background character in the show. Gary shows up with SpongeBob as the ambulance takes away Mrs. Puff with SpongeBob's unicycle mm. riding it. They ride off to surprise somebody at the hospital. End of episode. <laughs> Which such a great line. To, yeah. I laughed out loud to hear that. Let's go surprise someone at the hospital. Can you imagine Mrs. Puff's face? She's just been rushed by an ambulance. It's been 10 minutes and then SpongeBob's just there like, hey, how's it mm-hmm. going? Why does Squidward not have a boat? Because he works at the Krusty Krab and they don't get paid shit. Okay. It is fun. They all have these, well... SpongeBob and Squidward have what appear to be pretty nice houses and things inside the house. But I guess that just doesn't translate to vehicles. Do we ever meet Squidward's parents? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Not that I can remember. End of episode. End of episode, yes. All right. You got anything else on those, or let's play our game here? Let's play the game of what we got next. I never did a what on earth. My what on earth is going to be how... This is what's going to be. My what on earth is driving underwater. That's a pretty good one. And you do it in boats. Mine's going to be how does SpongeBob... Know how to drive a unicycle, but not a boat. Okay. Uh, yeah, because those skills totally translate. <laughs> Episode five. Are you ready for this? Yeah. You're not ready for this. Do you uh, I'm, authentically I'm ready. not hey, know? I'm ready. I'm do you ready. Auth- do you authentically not know? I don't look ahead at any of these. Okay. Pizza delivery. No. <laughs> yeah. I thought pizza delivery was the last episode of pizza the season. Pizza delivery. Let's go. So invite your dad to come and be on the podcast okay. with us. Slash home sweet pineapple. So that's going to be a great week. Home sweet pineapple. I think that must that be again. when like the little uh, the little guys come and eat it, and he's going to like move. Yes. Which seems like too early for that episode, but that's the only thing I a can. A lot figure. of these seem so early, but that's yeah. classic SpongeBob. Sure does. They already knew what they wanted to do. Cool. Shout out Steven. Shout him out. Rest in peace. Uh, we'll be back next week. Check out our Vinland Saga coverage. Once again, check out the Patreon for learn a little something uh, with Ronnie and Chad episodes where we just laugh, goof, have a fun time. Um, and follow us on the social medias. Please do. We will be talking with you real soon. I've been Ronnie. I've been Chatty. Peace. Peace.